Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Welcome back to the podcast. Whew. What a rough week. I don't, yeah, the week that we're filming this, I don't know about you guys, but it's been a heck of a week. Yeah, just getting over sickness. I'm going I'm to go ahead and say it. It's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a week. Oh, damn. <laughs> Anyhow, thanks for tuning back. Tuning back in today, this week. <laughs> we're going to get this going, guys. Don't worry. we got to get the, the hard stuff out of the way. Yeah. Uh, this is America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products. My name is Ben. This is... This is Tyler. That is Tyler. This is... This. I don't know if you guys can tell, but Tyler's a new sweatshirt. Ooh. Just it's stepping hot. up my Carhartt game. Yeah. It's not even one of ours. It's just a no. really nice sweatshirt. Proud of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I've got a collar. Yeah. You know? Uh, make sure you check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, leave a five-star review. Screenshot that bad boy and send it to... Tyler at DieselPowerProducts.com. Make sure to include your T-shirt size and address to send it to. And also a picture of your truck. Always love to see them. Actually, I've gotten some really cool trucks I haven't even showed you yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, some customers, or customers or, or listeners, I should say. Um, there's a really cool first gen. It's like kind of hot-rotted out and it's pretty cool. And then there's like this like full four-door like maybe it's a six-door i don't know it's like an old obs ford i'll have to show you it's pretty cool um but yeah i love seeing that stuff so keep them coming we'll get t-shirts out eventually (laughs) and make sure to check out our new swag i'm wearing one of the hats right now it's our first gen cummins hat we got a second gen cummins hat cummins hat that he refuses to wear (laughs) uh we also have uh power stroke t-shirts and also um just heads up For all you stock part guys out there that just want to stock Ooh. parts for their trucks, I just finished loading all of Alliant products. And Alliant is a, is a pretty awesome manufacturer for stock replacement stuff, whether it be sensors or harness pigtails. Some of that kind of like hard to, hard to find stuff. I've got their entire diesel line loaded on the site. I finished it today. It was a huge one. 
Yeah, it took that was me a, a lot. While. I, was, I was getting alerts all day of you loading product. Yeah, right. Ash was like, "Okay, that's Stop. enough." Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> almost. <laughs> Not done yeah. yet. <laughs> Gonna do it again. Yeah. So yeah, always check out the website. We're always adding parts, and if there's anything that you think we should have on there, let us know. We'll 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 see what we can do. Absolutely. So today's episode. I'm excited for this one because it, it might actually branch off, and it's one that we can do consistently every couple of years or something yeah. like that if we're both alive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, the, way, the way this week went, I have no idea if we're going to make it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But uh, it, it's I want to cater this to the guys that – and I don't even know how to – we haven't titled this episode yet, so I may think of the title as we're doing this, but yeah. I think of it as like the the new but not new new truck that you're buying from the dealership. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of instances where you could get a really good deal on a truck that is like a one owner, um, relatively low mile, you know, you know, low mileage that someone just traded in for the newer model, mm-hmm. and that's always a you know always a good find when you find that one owner vehicle that's got you know like I said relatively low mile mileage, um, and you can usually get a pretty good deal on it. You know, you kind of let the other guy take the take the hit as far as the the equity on it and uh you know you reap the benefits from it so there's a lot of those trucks out there that are and it's it's so funny because i'm so used to like like 06 07 trucks are like the trucks that you see like you know traded in for like the newer ones now it's like oh there's a 14 that's been traded in or something you know yeah. so it's like it's it, i mean it's it's just crazy to say it's 2020 now and like that's like a 2014 is already six years old, like that's yeah crazy. and it's like cheaper now and yeah cheap it's like whoa what the hell happened yeah seriously we're gonna do something we've never done before and I don't know why I just thought of it but we're gonna go on our Instagram right now yeah and and post a video of us actually doing hell a live yeah. like cool you're hearing this a couple of weeks after it's filmed but. Hey everybody in Instagram land everybody in Instagram land welcome to the podcast land there's. This is what Cameron. we. This is what Awkward. We, this is what we call cross homogenization. <laughs> yeah. I believe. Because I a technical I, term. I have the marketing ability of like a raisin. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. yeah, this is our, our. We're doing a live, but we're filming a new a new podcast. This is really awkward. So you're gonna hear this in like a couple weeks, and now you know what we're talking about. So, yeah. Yeah. Welcome. We're talking about not new but new trucks. Yeah. Teaser. Ooh. Okay. Bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, not no, yeah. awkward parts over yeah. with. Everybody that's probably like, what the hell are these? These yeah. guys are idiots. These guys are stupid. But so, yeah, so this is the the guy that you, you go in and you find that you know early. I would say like, you know the twelve, thirteen, fourteen, yeah. sub hundred thousand miles on it, just like you're talking about there, and it, it's stuff to look for. Yeah, because it's we, especially with the the emission stuff going on right now. Um, and being smart about purchasing a truck that may have that many miles on it, there's certain things to look for and certain things to keep in your mind. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the kind of basic rule of thumb is that at least I know we do um, on our end when we're looking for a vehicle is, you know, there's you'll find trucks that are like highly modified. And I'm not saying that they're a bad one to go with, um, but you just it's one of those things where you have to look at those a little bit close, a little bit closer than just like your normal truck. So if you, you know, you come across a truck that, you know, has, you know, has been highly modified where it's got maybe compounds on it. It's got tuning, it's got exhaust, it's got all this fancy stuff on it. You know, my best piece are, you know, my or best piece of advice for you that I would say, look at the quality of the, of, of installation on things. You know, look at look at the wiring on the on the truck. Pop the hood and look at and see if they just have a bunch of butt connectors tied into the battery, like stuff like that. If they're 
half-ass in that they're probably going to half-ass some more stuff on the truck so you, it's something that you definitely want to be careful of you know our mentality when we're looking at trucks is is we want to find that truck that you know that that 70 year old guy was was driving around <laughs> that did nothing to it whatsoever maybe put you know some maybe put a, a you know a bug shield on the front maybe some window visors on it and called it a day totally. um you know that's definitely a truck that we prefer to start with um but you can still get a good deal on one that's modified if you know what you're looking for because that's the biggest thing there's a lot of trucks out there where guys put some hokey you know parts on and maybe they install themselves themselves and they weren't the best mechanic and you know you just got to look at stuff i mean if, if stuff's been welded on the truck look at the welds you know if it looks like boogers then you probably should be questioning the rest of the stuff on the truck um so it's just things like that you want to look for you, you know they're there and like i said there's really good like if you want a highly modified truck, look and see what we have for sale. <laughs> and I'm not trying to like toot our own horn or anything, but it's like we don't go cheap on anything. And when we sell a highly modified truck, you know it's got the best of the best and it's been installed correctly versus some of this other stuff that's out there that may you know be a little hokey. This is true. Yeah. The what and also when you're going to the dealership or whatever and you're looking at these trucks and we're we're talking mainly dealership stuff. This is not so much the private party private parties. This is like going to the dealership. Yeah. Just keep in mind the fact that you're listening to this podcast and seeking out diesel information and aftermarket stuff. There is a really good chance that you know more than the sales guy does. Oh yeah, yeah. Just keep that in your pocket. Like, don't feel like you're the guy that's nitpicking apart, making him work. That's his job to do that. Yeah. If you want to make his life miserable, make it miserable until you find the deal you want. Yeah. And there's that old. I don't know if this is even. I mean, it seems like it's kind of an old thing to do. Bring it to like a tech that you know to look oh, at yeah. it. I mean, I don't know if people are still doing that, but I don't highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, you know? when I uh, total tangent here, but like when I bought my OBS, um, the guy literally he took a picture of my license with his phone, yeah. tossed me the keys, and said, "Come back in two hours." Yeah, I was like, "What?" I'm gonna go put it on a lift at my friend's shop and tear this thing apart. Like it really dice. He's like, "Yeah, perfect, go for it." Yeah. Just uh, if you're not back in two hours, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that, was, that was really comforting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, look at that. I mean, tuning wise, uh, too, because, I mean, you're going to find a lot of trucks out there that are tuned. Um, I mean, just look at the tuner. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be too afraid of like bully dogs or like edges or stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't be too. I mean, that stuff is easily removed, that kind of stuff. The, where it gets a little dicey, I would say, is when there's like, you have an EFI live tuner that has no branding mm. on it yeah. <laughs> because there's so many people out there that have, you know, the ability to tune, but doesn't mean they have the capability to do it correctly. <laughs> so. That's true. So here, here's where on our side of the desk, here's what I would recommend doing. Yeah. And I wrote some of this down, but I'm sure you know these and you can chime in too. I wrote too. down too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Locked in a steel <laughs> trap. So the first thing I would check, obviously, is it deleted? Yeah, is this truck? There are dealerships taking trucks that are deleted on trade. I don't know how. I don't point. know how either. I don't know how they're selling them either. Right. But if you get if you're looking at this truck and it is deleted, get paperwork on the tuner. If yeah. they cannot provide paperwork on the tuner, either don't buy it or demand that they put the emissions back on the truck. Yeah. Now you might be thinking to yourself, Ben, why the hell would you say that? It's so hard to find emissions tuning and stuff like that right now. I get that. Have you looked at the price of an emissions system? Yeah, and if they're not willing to put that stuff back on the truck, then you could factor it into the price of the truck because essentially they're selling you a truck that's illegal for the road, Mm -hmm. which they shouldn't be doing. 
Um, so that's a, a huge bargaining chip that I don't think has even really like come to a head yet with, with dealerships. Cause I don't think they know most of the time. I mean, there's, there's dealers that'll take trucks in all the time that are like that. And they're just like, Oh, that's how it is. Oh, oh yeah. I thought that's how the truck was. <laughs> like we've also gotten calls from the dealership because they flashed it just doing their own thing. And now the truck has a stock tune for emissions intact and the truck is removed Yeah, or the emissions are removed. So keep that in mind and just be prepared because the, the salesman may say, well, yeah, if it's illegal, then I'm not going to sell it to you. Yeah. So deal's over. That might happen. Yeah. So, don't be afraid to yeah. walk away. I mean, don't be afraid to, to leave and go look at something else. There's <laughs> this is the, I just, this just happened to me today. And it, this, this always happens with every vehicle. Okay. So, and, and this is just goes to show you just take your time and really look at what you're getting and, and, you know, make a decision based off of everything you looked at, the totality of everything on that truck and make sure it fits everything that you're looking for. Um, not saying that this happened to me like in a negative way, but you're always going to like, let's say you buy a truck mm-hmm. and then you're like searching online and you're not necessarily like I do this all the time. Cause I'm always on Facebook marketplace and I found a Toyota Tundra <laughs> for like, had less miles than the one I bought and it was like maybe a thousand dollars more. And it's like, ah, like darn it. But then I had to sit there. I had to bring myself back and go, you know what? This literally always happens. Oh yeah. This always happens. You buy something and then, you know, two weeks later, you're, you not necessarily trying to look, but then you come across something. You're like, Oh man, that seems like a way better deal. It's just make sure you feel comfortable <laughs> about your purchase and make sure again, go through it with a fine tooth comb. Go through all those things. Look at the battery cables. Look at the look at any of the accessories that have been added. Look at the, if, if it's all put together with butt connectors. You know that's a problem. Like especially if it's got a lot of aftermarket stuff. There's a good chance that everything was put together that same way. So, it, you know, it, my best piece of advice: look for as stock as possible and, and give yourself a fresh, clean slate to start from. It's just going to be better in the long run because then because we get calls all the time of people trying to backtrace what's oh, yeah. done to the truck. Like I, I, this says it has aftermarket injectors, but how do I find out? It's like, well, is there any branding on the injectors? Is there any numbers? I mean, it, it, there's, there's a lot of gray areas that you can get into in some of these trucks that are highly modified unless you've got a, I, and honestly, I probably wouldn't buy a truck that's highly modified unless I was buying it from a private party and he had every receipt on everything. True. I agree. I mean, really? So the other side of that is let's say the emissions are intact and the truck is actually truly stock. You know, mm-hmm. no lift pump, no intake, no nothing. Truly stock. There's still some questions I would ask because, yeah. like I mentioned before, emissions equipment is not cheap. And the reason why a lot of people were deleting their trucks is because emissions equipment was failing. And when you start getting higher mileage on these trucks, they, they tend to fail more often, especially if they're not taken care of. So the reason I mention this is if I were going to walk into a dealership and buy a truck with emissions intact, I wouldn't want them to do a full manual regen like yeah before i don't care if they said oh we did it when we took it in no do it again right now yeah full manual regen i want a full diagnostic on everything i want like yeah like i want a picture of the egr valve i want to know that the everything the coolant system's been pressurized like all this other kind of stuff i want to know that there's no issues with that emission system on there and this is one of those few times that i would actually ask for a warranty i would ask for you know if you know there needs to be something in the contract about a, even if it's like a, a six month or a three month or something like that to where you can get it out, you can go in there and use it on your normal daily use or something like that. If you're the yeah. kind of guy that idles a lot and all of a sudden after two weeks, you're clogging DPFs, you know, maybe a, this truck isn't for you or B, you know, maybe that DPF is already on its way out. Yeah. 
or I would even maybe even try and get them to replace it. Yeah. And then factor in a warranty or something like that. If they say, well, you know, okay, fine, we'll put all new emissions equipment on there, but we're not taking anything off the price. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, just remember, emission systems, especially if they have to be all replaced because they're already fouled, we're talking like six, seven thousand dollars Yeah, I was going to say right around Potentially there. right in there. And if you have to do everything all at once. So it's, it's worth your time to really kind of get in there and do that. Yeah. Uh, and I would want it all in writing. It's not one of those things where, like, oh, you know, come back and talk to Mike. He'll take care of you. No, no, yeah. no. Put in the contract, dude. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's the only way I'm signing. Yeah, so so if you were looking for a truck, which which one would you gravitate towards in that scenario? Well, I'm, I'm a Ford guy. Yeah. Uh, the only I'm, – I'm kind of with you on that for this type of buy just because um, 6R140. Oof. <laughs> That's why. Oof size extra large. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with any of these trucks that we're talking about, like those that year range, so probably we're, what we're talking like 12 to, or maybe like 10 to 14. Probably I was just going to put that, it at like 12, 12 to 13 to current. Because yeah. you figure about 12,000, 14, 15,000 miles a year. Yeah. Those guys are probably, they're all about the 100K mark. Yeah. It, I hate transmissions. Yeah. Like a lot. And I know you do. <laughs> so, Me, I mean, that'd I got be an a issue hard... with trannies. All right, guys. <laughs> and honestly, those Fords seem to be the only, seem to be the one that's really holding their value. I mean, yeah. a lot. I mean, because I, when I was looking for a truck, I was, I, I was all across the board. I was looking at everything because I, I wasn't discounting a diesel. I just know my standards were too, were too high for what I was looking to pay. Yeah. That I, I couldn't get what I wanted without sacrificing some, some work. Which I wasn't want, wasn't ready to do, was not wanting to get into, uh, but I think those Fords are the six seven Ford is probably going to be one of your best buys as far as you used train in truck. I honestly. think it is too. Um, before we get into that section, I got okay. one more thing we want to go. Okay, on. Uh, your common sense thing when you're at the dealership, you know, common sense. If it gives you a bad feeling in your stomach, you know, investigate that, and just remember, like when you. The, the biggest common God, I, I can't even get it out. It makes me so frustrated sometimes. <laughs> but when you go into the dealership and they got this truck that's already, you know, it's got six inch lift. It's already on thirty eights. It's already got this exhaust on there. Blah blah blah. It's already great, and they're selling it for a great price and stuff like that. And you're thinking to yourself, man, this is the truck I'm going to die in. Like I'm going to take this to the grave. Like this, yeah. you know, this truck's never going to hurt me or anything like that. <laughs> you don't know who did that work. Exactly. You don't know what yeah. parts they did. Yeah. And Think about the person that maybe had would have done those parts on there. Did they do that just for looks? Yeah. Or did they do that? And chances are the trucks can beat the shit. Yeah, yeah. And this kind of branches off into another little tangent, real quick. Don't buy a lifted Duramax. No. If the crossover's been cut, don't, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Just don't buy it. Do it yourself. Yeah. Do it yourself. Find a stock one and do it yourself. For what? And you know what's so funny is that. Like all these places, like that are selling these type of trucks, they like inflate the value of the truck with stuff like that done to it. But like on our end, we're like, that's a cheap lift. Those are cheap wheels. You know, like we can go through and nitpick it, you know, all day long and be like, mm-hmm. no, it's not worth that. It's worth just as much as a stock one. <laughs> like yeah. that kind of stuff happens all the time, and that's where it kind of, you know, pays to kind of know a little bit more on on the on the part side of things. At least that's where we benefit a lot from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just pay attention. Look at the parts, and I've seen a lot of stuff too, where it's like Carly suspension on this Ram. It's got a Carly track bar, yeah, <laughs> and it's got leveling spacers. Like, come on. <laughs> so just yeah, just just be cautious and 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 
take your time with it. I mean, nothing. I mean, most of the time, I mean, if you're, I know some people will get the mentality like, if I don't go and buy this truck now, somebody else is going to get it, and I will mm-hmm. I will lose my chance to get that truck. Guess what? There's going to be another one. Yeah, there will be another one. There always is. <laughs> there is always going to be another truck. Yeah, it's it's hard to understand that. I go through it all the time. Yeah, especially when I was younger. My dad. Oh, it's super tough when you're looking like every single minute of every day because you're like, oh wow, it's been five minutes. There's nothing new. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, ah. Yeah. There will always be a better truck out there eventually. Don't worry. Excuse me. Very rarely are there the the once-in-a-lifetime truck opportunities or whatnot. Yeah. And when those happen, you'll know. Yeah. You, you'll be able to know for sure. Like, for me, it was the excursion for sure. Like, for yeah. uh, some people, like, the, when we sold uh, uh, the 4BT JK we built. Yeah. You know, that, you know, no one else is going to build that. Right. Yeah, those and, are – but they're usually – Asking those dollar dollar signs, and it's hard to swallow because you look at that and you're like, man, that thing's really expensive. And then you also have to think back, like, how much are those axles? How much are tires? How yeah. much are all of this? And then you start realizing, wow, I could never build this. Yeah, so I'm gonna <laughs> buy it. <laughs> yeah, buy it already done. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna transition here into you know, Ford, Ram, GM. You're buying a 2012 plus with about 100k on there. You know, things to look for, think about, feel it out. What would you like at the dealership? And make sure you keep in your head. Then keep in mind, this is not the full list. Yeah. This is not like we're not trying to tell you this is the only, these are the only things you need to look at. These are kind of like the, you know, the first and, things to consider, basically. Just about anybody, even if you're <clears throat> not a super big, you know, in depth diesel head guy and you, or you don't want to piss off the sales guy, you can ask these questions or even visually look yourself to see if these are done or feel it when you drive the truck. Yeah. Um, so, 2012 or plus Ford Turbo. 6.7 comes, you know, yeah. sorry, sorry, 6.7 Power Stroke. The turbo's always an issue, stirring up all bearings. Um, see if you can pull up the, the service report, find out the turbo's ever been replaced. Yeah. Um, it is not uncommon to replace turbos sub 100,000 miles, i.e., the Raptor. Our Raptor twice. Super Duty. <laughs> I think it was twice or three times before yeah. 60K. And keep in mind, we're hard on stuff, but yeah. it's not uncommon. We sell them all the time. Um, they do sell updated versions of it. They also maybe something retrofitted like a 15 plus on there. You never know. Great. Yeah. So, and that's something you can visually look at too, or look at the records. Um, fuel disaster prevention kit. Yeah. Requires no tuning. Look at the CP4 pump. See if there's anything else going on there that looks like this, you know, fuel has been rerouted. At that point, you can kind of determine, okay, yeah, it has a fuel disaster prevention kit. Someone actually cared about this truck. Yeah. Um, and don't worry, you can do the RAM. It's all right. We it's okay. okay. We, I was yeah. going to jump around to a Duramax here in a second, just because we're on the topic Shoot. of CP4s. Because right. like industrial injection injection has the CP3 conversion for the LMLs. Mm-hmm. That's direct bolt on, no tuning required. Just boom, put it on, and you're done. They brought you it back. An, yeah, they brought it back. An LML with a CP3, like that's awesome. I think that's great. I'm so glad they brought that back too, because that was um, that's that's an awesome kit. Especially if you plan on tuning your truck. Yeah, without yeah, with no tuning, that's freaking awesome. Uh, beyond there, and this, I'm going to save. I'm going to save our, our speech on gears for the end of it. Yeah. Because it applies to everybody. Yeah. Um, and then after all of that, if you know, if I negotiate its emissions intact and I buy this truck and I negotiate that warranty on there. Floor mats. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the, the turbo <laughs> in that. 
pipe clip thing. Yeah. In there. Oh yeah, yeah. The like, intercooler uh, pipe. Yeah. Intercooler pipe inlet. <coughs> right, the, the plastic name, freaking yeah. junk they put on there. That's probably broken to be replaced. Um, you're, you're probably going to replace it on your own. That's kind of a. It's sort of a bargaining <coughs> chip. I don't know if I would do that or not, but it's kind of one of those things like, well, the tires are half worn type deal. It's like it, it's yeah. going to break. It's a wear item, but it should be taken care of. There are better parts out there. Yeah. So to the Ram. To the Ram. And now the Ram, you have automatic and manual. Yeah. So I mean, obviously the biggest thing is transmission stuff, especially if you're running bigger tires. And it hasn't been geared, which he's going to get mm-hmm. into in a minute here. Uh, transmission stuff, um, either make sure it's been gone through to make sure everything, nothing's slipping and everything's good. Um, and then maybe look at doing some, because there's a bunch of like little upgrades that you can do to those transmissions, whether it be just a pressure enhancer. Um, that uh, thermal bypass is yeah. a great kit to put on those just to, to aid in. I mean, if the, especially with the Ram, if this is a truck that you're planning on building power with, you just need to come at peace with yourself that you're going to be up, upgrading the transmission like you have to. So if you're just trying to get by, but you know, in, in between doing your upgrades, then doing some of those little things like maybe a 68 pro tech kit or the pressure enhancer, that thermal bypass, um, deep sum pan, stuff like that is definitely going to extend the life of that transmission. And then a clutch, obviously everybody knows G 56 clutches blow. So yes. putting in a good <laughs> South Bend clutch, um, you know, a dual disc, especially if you, I mean, I would only put a single disc in that if you're literally planning on doing nothing to the truck, get rid of that um, dual mass flywheel, get rid of that dual mass flywheel. Those things do not hold power, put a good clutch in there. You'll be saving yourself a headache in the future and you can just get mm. that, get that done right away. Um, fuel system stuff. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, this is, we're not talking about the newer Cummins that have the CP four. No, we're, now. T- we're talking like so the, previous, the basically so, 13. 18. Um, so I mean, fuel system wise, you're pretty good. Um, lift pump fleece has awesome drop in lift pumps for the tank. I would highly recommend, especially if you don't want to mess with, um, fuel lines and that sort of, that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then, I mean, on the newer trucks, the steering is usually pretty good. So, I mean, I, I, I'd be probably, I'd put probably more of my money in transmission side of things yeah. more than anything else, especially on a Ram. Um, other than that, I mean, they're, they're pretty decent. Yeah. And so moving on to, well, actually the, uh, the drag link on the newer Rams when they went yeah. to the, they, they tend to have some of the issues in there. And I think the, the factory spec or the factory fix was like to weld the nut or something like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, but just, just buy it. Just get a synergy one. Yeah. Don't, it's kind of one of those around. things too. It's like some of them have them, some of them don't. Yeah. I mean, you can get it. I mean, if it's a, if everything, if it's got like 70,000 miles on it and everything's tight, you're probably good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, always keep that in the back of your mind. I mean, but that's kind of the same with every other trucks yeah. with their steering stuff. I mean, things wear out. That's what it's there for. Next one up, GM trucks. Um, that CP3 conversion, like I mentioned. C- yeah, CP3 conversion. Um, some sort of lift pump on the truck, especially if they're claiming that this thing has performance enhancements. If yep. they're saying this truck, oh, this truck's faster than stock. It's got performance stuff on there. It doesn't have a lift pump. Either A, they're selling you snake oil. Like this is truck. this truck hasn't even been touched. Or B, you know, they didn't put a lift pump on it. That's something to be worried about. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, their front end components tend to wear out a little bit faster on GM trucks. Some tie rod sleeves. Um, but, you mm-hmm. know, Allison transmission. Rock solid. Yeah, you got hit with a bomb to break it. Yeah. Uh, the LML platform in general, pretty stout. Um, yep. I'd say for me, it's mostly just lift pump. Make sure that's good and make sure the front end doesn't creak. You don't have any. Uh, make sure the, ha- the, the cross member hasn't been cut out yet. Yeah, you know, check it, your tires. It, make sure they're not wearing funny. Yeah. If they just and that's also a new thing too. Like we, and working at a dealership, we actually both used to work at dealerships. Uh, it wasn't uncommon for them to put brand new tires 
on trucks that had issues with alignment that just they couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Because you put brand new tires on a truck, there's no wear pattern. And yeah. you're thinking you to yourself, yeah. you're thinking to yourself, well, it's a double-edged sword. You're thinking to yourself, hey, new tires. I don't have to buy new tires. Yeah. Awesome. They're actually, those are the ones that I want. Or you're thinking to yourself, I can't see the wear pattern. Yeah. What are they trying to hide? Yeah. You never Definitely know. And, and keep in mind, we're playing a little devil's advocate here. Not every yeah. dealership is, a, you know, or jerks and every salesman's yeah. an idiot. But you know, for the most part, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty much holds true. Yeah. And one of the things that we really want to, because everybody does it, we do too, is if you see these trucks that have larger tires, especially if they're like 35s or up, 37s are up, and they haven't been re-geared, guess who's doing transmissions? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah, gearing is huge, and I'm 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 so glad that that stuff's finally coming around. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I honestly I think it's bitten too many people in the rear end Absolutely. To not to like it. It has to. So <clears throat> especially with these new transmissions, where they're using <clears throat> you know more gears to to you know to get the same effect. Um, you know, you you definitely want to make sure that that's proper because you're going to screw some stuff up pretty quick. And pretty quick. Also, in the six R one forty, you can lean on a little bit. I'm not saying you should, but you they have a little bit more forgiving. Sixty eight RFE improper gear, especially because they offer that truck with a three forty two. Yeah. Which a three forty two in a truck, just go kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that should never be in the first place. Yeah. But three forty two with even thirty fives, especially they put thirty sevens or forties on it. Oh my god. Yeah. That that transmission is literally like. It, it should just go. Kink. You literally have a whole new truck when it's when you, when yeah. you need it done. So yeah, gears. Yeah. So keep keep on gears. Yeah. And that's gonna like kind of wrap up the the service level stuff. Yeah. If if you guys kind of like like this kind of stuff because we, we usually talk about older kind of stuff, a little bit of newer yeah. stuff, but never really kind of like the middle type the, thing. Yeah, mid range. Yeah. If you guys like this kind of stuff, I mean, we can dive deeper into each one of these three things. Just you know, leave comments or send us an email or something like that. Because I feel like maybe a lot of us are kind of starting to get to that point where we're we're not quite new truck money yet, but we're there for that 100K truck. Yeah. So if that's something you like, make sure to let us know, and we'll kind of dive deeper into yeah. it. I mean, if you have any stories about you, you know, picking apart a salesman or something like that, you know, I always like hearing those. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so this is me. We're on the, like, rant section kind of area. Yeah, hit me. That area. Okay. All right. So this is, we're going to get serious here. All right. Oh, you know Tyler gets serious when he's kind of, <laughs> You can't see the video, but he, yeah. like, moves the mic with his face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Washington State Department of Transportation got a picture today of possibly Sasquatch. Shut Did you see face. that? No, I didn't. I need to show it to you because it. I love Sasquatch. I hope he exists. I hope uh-huh. he does. I hope he does. I've watched a ton of shows on Sasquatch. <laughs> I get in the weeds in Sasquatch. I hope so much he exists, and they 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 got got this picture of like where they because they have like these little measuring sticks to measure the snow. Yeah, you know for whatever reason, plows <laughs> so, and stuff like that. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah anyways, <laughs> by this tree, like the like there's a silhouette of like what looks like Sasquatch walking mm-hmm. in front of this tree. Everybody's like, "Oh, this guy with a backpack." I'm like, "No, that's Sasquatch." <laughs> They're like, "That guy's going up and just checking the depth on that stick." I'm like, "Where's the footprints?" <laughs> I don't know, guys. If anybody out there has seen Sasquatch or has some pictures, send them to me. I'll give you two T-shirts. Ooh. I'll give you two T-shirts. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I wish so bad. Like, I, I, I go in the woods and I don't actively look for Sasquatch, but I'm aware. You hope he finds you. I hope he finds me. 
You know, and I'll you just, I'll just run out in the woods and I'll just make a screeching noise. And my wife will be like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sasquatch call, babe. Sasquatch call. I hope he exists. That's my I've rant. heard some stories about the, the reason he's there. Cam, you're in the woods a lot. Granola in it. You know, picking granola off the ground yeah. and whatnot. Have you seen Scott Sasquatch? Have you seen a footprint? Dude, I, I'm pretty sure me and my wife saw a footprint. We went over to, um, like, Ocean Shores area. And then when there's, like, a bunch of these, like, forest freaking tra- trails or whatnot. Yeah, I came across what I thought could have been a Sasquatch footprint. I didn't have, you know, my clay cast mm-hmm. to cast it or anything like that. But that's a good chance, man. All right. I was going to bring up the mind. <laughs> and, uh, this one's going to be a, a bit of a, a thank you going on right now um and a little bit of a request on my end here if i can unlock my phone oh, how long is your password <laughs> six digits i just always mess it up <laughs> so it becomes 19 or 24 <laughs> so we obviously you guys have probably heard the intro and whatnot we had issues with getting on itunes and and i actually had a lot of help from um some of the guys that were messaging me and, and whatnot but for us to really kind of like this is this is my request here. Yeah. For us to really take this show to the next level, we need to start getting a little bit. You know, we have the iTunes fan base. We need to get a really solid Instagram fan base. I'm not saying I'm gonna do it for the gram, Instagram horror, all that kind of but stuff. But we like are. That. But we are. <laughs> and it helps because the reach gets out there when you guys like and share and all that kind of, kind of stuff. It, it helps us get out there. We get more followers. It makes me happy because it literally it's me and Tyler that run the page. Yeah. And like they are mostly him. I I think I posted one time. <laughs> I still but, like it. Yeah. <laughs> like our, our GM and our, our, our media people, they don't even have the password. Like this is just me and him. So if yeah. you want to send like explicit messages or whatever, like that's fine. It's, it's an ally <laughs> for us. It only comes to me or him. Um, but I, I really want to like grow that fan base and, you know, let me know what you guys want to see. I, I, there's some stuff I think's cool and there's some stuff that I, I, I feel like maybe you guys would like, but maybe you don't. But if there's certain things you're like, I don't like reposting stuff. I don't like. You know, yeah. If it's really cool, I'll repost it, especially if I can like spin my own spin on it or that. But I really want to thank everybody that messaged me and were helping me work through the iTunes issue. Yeah, it was, it was super helpful. I wanted to put my head through a wall. And well, I'd get a message rough. of like, it's not coming up on iTunes. And I'd be like, it's like 9 o'clock at night, and I'm messaging Ben like, hey, Ben, did you see that message? And I'm pretty – because I'm like – I'm not a social media type of guy. So I, th- then after I sent that message to Ben, I'm like, oh, crap. He's probably just thinking that I'm just like being a hawk on these messages and he's not <laughs> responding. But that's not what I meant. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, no, it was super helpful. helpful. Um, you know, we don't know what we're doing. We're kind of, you know, we're learning as we go. Definitely a learning experience. I like diesel trucks. Yeah. <laughs> so. Seriously. That's going to wrap this one up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. Um, keep pushing your reviews on there. Um, yeah. I'm going to try and post some really cool stuff on Instagram. Make sure and share it, like it, comment, and maybe I'll send you a spicy comment back. You never know. Yeah. See you next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.